Hello, and welcome to Workle's Meet the Business Author podcast. I'm Mark Price, the founder of Workle, a platform designed to help everybody get happier at work. In this podcast, I'll be speaking to a range of people who've written books on business. From a range of authors across all industries, this podcast aims to help you understand more about business and how to create success. Hello, in this edition of the Meet the Business Author podcast, I'm really thrilled to be talking to Sarah McCorkadale. Now, Sarah is the CEO and founder of Cork, and her business helps um, people understand the world of social media, get more from their digital platforms, and to try and help people, she's written a book. She's the author of Influence, How Social Media Influences Are Shaping Our Digital Future. I'm delighted that you've joined us, Sarah. Perhaps you could just start by telling us a little bit about your career and how you came to found Cork. Sure. So I'm so uh, delighted to be here. Um, and yeah, I mean, I started my career as a journalist. Um, I started in local news, covering, you know, council meetings for the South London Guardian, going to magistrates court, um, you know, just doing all of those really kind of, um, I suppose, essential things when you started out a career in news. Um, and then just by chance, I ended up um, working on the launch of the Mail Online. And it was at that point I really started to understand the opportunities that digital provided from a publishing perspective. So this was before, you know, people were really using Facebook in that way, certainly before Instagram. Um, and yeah, and I suppose, you know, I just, um, I, I love the fast paced nature of it. I loved how we could react so quickly to what was happening every day from like a sort of like news perspective and also from a comment perspective. Um, and then I went to Condé Nast. I was Tatler's first digital editor, very different experience writing about, you know, dogs and toffs, um, which is like not my background at all, but I thought it was so much fun. Um, I was an editor at HuffPost, then went to WGSN, which is the global trend forecaster and started to work with brands on their digital strategy, um, their influencer strategy, started to understand WeChat and Weibo, um, and you know, and really started to understand where brands needed social media to go. So, you know, I think at this point, really, a lot of brands had, you know, they had given their social accounts to agencies, and um, and now they were taking them back in house because they suddenly thought, okay, it's really important that we have a good Instagram, a good Facebook, and I helped with that process. I launched my own business, which was a consultancy, and I worked with like Chanel and Netaporti and Estee Lauder globally. Um, and then, you know, the thing that I was being asked for again and again was, can you help us with influencers? Can you help us identify the right influencers? Can you help us understand influencers' stories? And, um, and I thought, this is insane. This needs to be a product. So I built Cork, and here we are. And so I expect um, uh, some people, although perhaps not very many, will say to you, what is an influencer? Who, who are they? Well, I suppose I would define an influencer as, as someone who has built, you know, a significant audience on social media around content about their life. So, you know, they are kind of like 
their content often is quite kind of magazine-y. You know, they're telling you about beauty products that they use or, um, you know, where they, where they buy their kids' clothes or how they furnish their home. Um, but they're sort of doing it from a very personal perspective. You know, they're showing you, well, you know, these um, cushion covers are so durable and actually I've washed, I've washed mine 10 times and look, they're still beautiful. You know, it's this, it's this kind of personal lens on everything. Um, but generally I would say, you know, influencers, they have this significant audience, their followers really tap into them because they bring a very sort of like human um, experience to um, to lifestyle narratives, and um, and that can be really really helpful for brands who are trying to, I suppose, show how their product could be part of someone's everyday and show why their product is valuable. And I suppose a lot of people will will look on and they'll see uh, individuals, some of whom they've never heard of, because many tend to be quite young and they'll hear about some of the sums that they're earning for doing this and they'll be blown away. I mean, can you imagine when you started in the media that this would now exist, this job would exist? No, not really, because like I started working with influencers at Tatler and they weren't called influencers yet. It was basically people who were on Made in Chelsea. And we created like a YouTube series with them and they came and filmed that with us for free, <laughs> you know, and they were so nice and just really accommodating. Um, and at that point, it was just kind of seen as well, you know, it's a bit of fun for them, gets them exposure in a national title. Whereas now it's just completely different. You know, the business of digital influence, of digital content creation, I mean, it is a booming business. It's worth billions. It's only forecast to grow um, and actually you know those people who were there in the early days they are the most successful um, in terms of finance um, so you know these are I suppose like um, the future millionaires if they are not already. And so um, what decided you to write your book? Um, well I suppose in my time so I started working with influencers in 2012 and what I noticed was often there was a lot of bad advice being circulated. Um, and whether that was on the internet or by people who were, you know, maybe they were, they were using experiences that they had had on a singular campaign or on a couple of campaigns to color, you know, the advice that they were given and, and, and to, to brands, to clients. And I just kind of thought, actually, what we really need is a foundation text that is written from an unbiased point of view. That's kind of like a journalistic investigation into, you know, what, what value do these individuals bring? Because it's not necessarily that someone has a million followers, therefore, you know, they are going to change the fortune of your business. It, you know, it, it, it's much trickier than that. And actually, I thought, you know, if I could write a book where it gave someone a foundation level understanding of influence and how it works across each digital platform with insights from lots of those individuals who are doing this job of influencer um, that you know it would really help people start to make decisions um, and understand okay well you know maybe my brand needs to be on YouTube not Instagram um, so it was really just about helping people um, yeah, and also I just really wanted to. I really wanted to talk to people who had been there at the start, um, you know, how they had 
how the YouTubers really had created this industry, um, you know, how it came about, like what was that kind of, when, when did the money start to come in? Um, and also it's a very problematic industry as well, you know, like some of the brand money that funds very controversial views and in some cases abhorrent views um, continues to flow to certain influencers. So um, it's not as straightforward as, you know, maybe an influencer showing you a new lipstick. It's, it's, it's quite a strange industry. And, and as an ex-journalist, a former journalist, how did you find the process of writing the book? Was it easy for you? Um, um, it, it was kind of easy, I suppose, in a way that it was just like reporting again, you know, like, I, I mean, I worked in news for half of my career. So, um, you know, it was really good to get back to those skills of, you know, calling people, um, asking the right questions, letting the interview go where it needs to go. By the end, you know, I had like four notepads of shorthand. Um, so I, you know, I spent sort of hours transcribing. Um, but, you know, I, I spent about, I had been researching influencers for two years and then I spent six months doing interviews. And then I wrote the book in just over two weeks because I was pregnant with my second son. And I knew I had to get the book done before the baby came. Otherwise, there was quite a large chance that the book couldn't get done. So um, there was a very definitive deadline that had to be met. And that was maybe the hardest thing. And, and when people buy your book, Influence, what will they get from it? How will it help them? Well, I think that if you are looking at this whole influencer space and perhaps people in your company are saying, you know, we have to do this, or perhaps you are more of um, a traditional marketer, a traditional PR, um, and you know that influencers, they're going to become a larger part of your remit, a larger part of what your team does. Um, and perhaps you're nervous about that. I think that, that could, this book will really help take away that anxiousness and give you the confidence to say okay well maybe I'm not going to be the person who goes forward and creates these influencer campaigns but I understand what we need to do and I understand how to direct my team now um, so you know that there's kind of there's that side of things where I think there are a lot of people in high high positions who this has never been part of their job and now it is and you know and that's quite a daunting um, a daunting prospect but then also there are a lot of students who are graduating now a lot of graduates who are kind of you know influencer marketing isn't on the curriculums it's not in a syllabus anywhere so you know um, if you're thinking okay you can see that the opportunity is influencer marketing you can see that that's where you can make your money that's where you could really you know your career could progress quickly you know you can read this book and actually you can learn the nuts and bolts within a couple of days um so yeah i think i think that's what i think that's what the book delivers and, and for a company for a business using influencers what what are the um what are the advantages and what are the pitfalls well, the advantages of working with influencers are that um, you can target an audience really well. So, for example, if I look back to that time when I, back in my days of working at Tatler and I started working with the Maiden Chelsea cast, um, the reason why that helped us build Tatler's digital audience so quickly and so efficiently was because um, 
the Maiden Chelsea cast were promoting the content on their Twitter feeds and that was an audience that was very interested in the lives of young posh people and at Tatler Online we were completely dedicated to the lives of young posh people so we were able to get an audience that was already interested in our content onto the website and they stayed on the website they started checking in every day so you know if you work with influencers, if you can find the right influencer whose audience is interested in the thing that your company provides or they're looking for the solution that your product brings, um, it's a very efficient way to get yourself in front of your target market um, and start a conversation with them. And also, you know, I think that part of the amazing thing about working with influencers is you can learn a lot about your target customer and the comments under the com under the content the content is just the start of the conversation so you know there's all of the insights there's the efficiency of it you know th that's why I find it really compelling um, but there are pitfalls you really have to understand who you're working with and you have to understand their background remember that a lot of these people started creating content um, you know publishing their personal views on the internet from a very young age so you know the views that perhaps they were publishing on Twitter when they were 15, 16, may not align with your company now, and they may not align with the influencer's own values now, but unless you know exactly what is in that influencer's background, you're putting yourself at risk of potential controversy. So I think that you really have to understand who you're working with. I think as well, a lot of influencers have large audiences, but a portion, a proportion of their audiences are following them because they don't like them and they are following them to actively respond negatively to their content. So you're not necessarily getting in front of a responsive audience. Um, I think as well, um, the negotiation of, um, you know, how you pay influencers, what their fee is, um, is often based on the number of followers that they have, the total number of followers. But actually, you know, if if that total number of number of followers, if you know the the demographics who are following them aren't necessarily your target one, um, you might be paying a lot of money for a demographic which is not interested in your product or who potentially cannot buy your product. So for example, um, you know, uh, a lot of the YouTubers, their majority audience are children. And therefore, you know, if you are a booze brand, for example, there, it, there's no point in you um, working with that person. Just one last comment. Uh, are you thinking of writing another book at the moment? Yeah, I am. So the next plan had actually been to write a book on um, how the influencer industry works in Asia. So, um, you know, looking more into um, influencers and how they operate on WeChat, Weibo, uh, Line in South Korea. Um, and, you know, obviously in South Korea as well, you know, some of the YouTubers are just so prominent. But at the same time, they use YouTube very differently to Western um, influencers. So that had been the plan. But then um, with coronavirus and people looking much more locally, um, that might be put on hold for now. And my next book might actually be um, an investigative piece, um, which I've been working on for about six months. Um, and it's going to be published in the Times in the next few weeks. Well, we wish you every success with that, Sarah. Um, and you can buy Sarah McCorkdale's book, 
influence, how social media influences are shaping our digital future from uh, the Workall Business Library. Uh, thank you very much, um, uh, Sarah, and congratulations on your critically acclaimed first book published in 2019. Thank you so much, Mark. Thank you for listening. To buy the book, head to Workall's Business Library, where you can browse over 300,000 business titles. See you next time. <laughs>